If you answer these 12 questions that I'm going to share with you in this short podcast, you're going to have a crystallized vision of what your superhero self is so that every single time that you're faced with a decision and a choice, it'll be very easy to you to make it, to move either closer towards your superhero self or further away. Hope you enjoy it. And for everyone who has shared and liked this program, you are making an awesome contribution to our ability to make this message even greater for the betterment of the world. Thanks. What I really needed was to recreate myself, which means to bring something new into the world that has never existed before. Today I'm going to give you an algorithm on how to create a vision for the superhero version of yourself, your superhero self, by answering 12 simple questions. All right, we're going to do this in under 20 minutes, so let's get started. What do you think about that, Steve? Sounds great to me. Let's do it. Yeah. Visualization. Um, so everyone has this superhero potential. I believe that you can recover from anything. You can recreate yourself into anything by using a three-step algorithm. All right, so let's pretend the three-step algorithm that I wrote about in Superhero Self works, which is basically chop, choose, and chip. You chop the head of the dragon off. You cut away from things, making decisions, decisions. The etymology that means, D means away from, scission means to cut, to cut away from. So you're making decisions. You are choosing a level of rich, and rich means abundance. So you're going to create a narrative and a visualization for what that looks like, which is what we're going to teach you how to do today. And then you chip away at it for the rest of your life because you have such clarity. When you know where you need to go, getting there isn't the hard part. The hard part is knowing where to go. And that's where we're going to come in with visualization. Crystallizing that image of your superhero self in your mind's eye so that you can always know the... Uh, illusion of choice as it presents itself. You know what the illusion of choice is? So we think we have a lot of choices. Uh, we have two choices. Do what moves you closer to that vision or do what moves you closer to not go, to having that vision. Right. So every decision, every decision you make will cut away from things that are going to make you closer or move you further away from your vision. If you have crystal clarity and a powerful understanding of why that is so important to you by answering these 12 questions for the rest of your life, you'll know exactly where you want to go. And every single time you have a choice to make, there'll be one very obvious one that's better than the other. If you want to really uh, make this vision come true and become your superhero self. Now, if you are at the brink of the failure or you're in a really bad place and you want to make a switch or a shift, you're, absolutely in the very best position to make this transformation because one of the very few advantages of being broken like that or even a little broken is anything moving away from as you start to make these tiny little decisions cutting things away and these choices to add productive things that move you closer to your vision will create massive momentum so you're going to invite charles uh is it charles darwin no it's not charles darwin uh, you're going to invite uh isaac newton to the party 
you know, objects in motion stay in motion, objects at rest stay at rest. So you want to invite Isaac Newton to your party by making these tiny little steps. Uh, have you ever gone through a visioning exercise in your life, Steve? Yeah, I'm big on uh, visualization. When I, uh, I think I learned it first from Think and Grow Rich talks a little bit about mm-hmm. it, like kind of visualizing, but then Joe Dispenza was really big on it. Is he? Yeah, because he's big on that whatever you see, whatever your energy is, changes your life. So a, lot, a big way to change your energy is to see and feel an experience you want to have because it changes mm-hmm. your energy, which then draws you towards that experience. Do you ever do a vision board? Uh, I don't know about the typical one, but definitely done similar things. I haven't like printed things out and like pasted them on a board, but I've definitely mapped yeah. it out. H- humans think in pictures. We don't think in words. We actually translate words into pictures. Mm. So imagine you're flying on an airplane across the country right now. So right, just as I said that, you're picturing yourself in an airplane. Right. You're, you're converting those words into pictures. And what a vision board does is it helps people visualize something that they want and it and it creates a uh, reaction in your brain uh, the reticular activation system yeah. is the activation system that the subconscious will go to work for you while you're sleeping while you're not even thinking about it that brain is your partner and if you're feeding it with a good image uh, and a vision board is a great way to, to do that and I'll talk to you a little bit about how I've done this in my life um, your your brain will start to pick up on things and it'll make these choices very simple for you. Um, so a vision board basically is an image for your physical self, an image for your family self, you know, a real image. You know, like if you see something that you like, it's an image of that, an image of a life that you might want, an image of a family that you might want, the image of a of a of an accomplishment, the image of a identity, the image of a uh, geographical location to live. These are all important images. And when you take a picture of that and you put that in a place of a lot of traffic, somewhere where you go a lot, you see your board. You see it deliberately, and then if you put it in the right place, you'll see it subconsciously pretty regularly. So I created a product. Uh, I right. have actually have a 1,000 of these, and it was, uh, it was called the Vision Wallet because people have a vision board, and they look at it maybe three times a day, you know, leaving the house, mm-hmm. getting up, going to the bathroom, depending where it is, leaving the house, coming back home. But the vision wallet was this little baby. It was a, a, a see-through wallet that had a panel that you could insert. You can print out a little card and insert it into your, into your wallet. So every time you grab your money, which mm-hmm. is on average about 18 times a day, people touch their wallets. Right. Think about it. Uh, maybe not as much right now during COVID because you're not <laughs> going into your wallet. But, but I had a vision. I had This is my actual vision wallet. I had a picture of me being an author. I had a picture of my faith, my boys. I wanted a, a plane. I had a picture of a jet. I want a plane so I can serve more people if I fly privately. That was a story I was telling myself. I don't <laughs> believe that to be true. My family, um, a, an image of the body uh, that I wanted to have. And this was, uh, this really, many of these things came true because I carried it with me. And maybe we can make an offer to someone if they share and like this video and snap a picture of it, we'll send you a vision wallet. Sure. Uh, because on the other side of the panel, the vision wallet is a place for you to put your to dos in. Right. So imagine doing your to dos every day after you look at your goals and your dreams in a picture. You don't have to translate that, right? So these choices that you're going to make are become very, very easy. Um, and so I'm going to do three things right now. I'm going to take you on a quick trip to hell. All right. <laughs> I'm going to take you on a quick trip to heaven, 
And then I'm going to take you on a quick trip to the obituary column uh, right after you went to your own funeral. All right. So here are the, this is the exercise. Imagine for a second that you are sick in bed and you're dying. You're at the very end of life. I've actually been there. And people come to see you. And for me, when I was down to, I think maybe the last month, that's when people kind of came by. And I knew a lot of them were coming by to say goodbye. And it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, And the reason that I can take someone on this quick trip to hell is that's the trip that I was on. And when people came into my life, I noticed that there was a look on their face that was very clear. It was a look of pity. It was a look of sorrow. It was a look of of uh, sadness because they saw a person that was dying that would leave behind a memory of someone that didn't live an honorable life, that didn't fulfill their potential, someone that was really talented in very one area of their life, business and financial, but failed in so many others, failed as a father, failed as a friend, failed as a partner. And that was a hard, hard thing to go through. But imagine yourself, here's the first exercise. Imagine yourself in bed, living that hell and going literally to your version of hell, whatever that looks like forever. And the superhero version of you walks in the door as your final guest and you see what you could have become. You see a physical person with vitality. You see someone that is loved, someone that has contributed. You see someone that is, is happy and has empathy and is supporting you. Uh, and that's the last, uh, thought in your mind for the rest of your life think about the pain of that conversation that exchange right now switch the seats a little bit switch the seats where you are in bed and your superhero self is in that bed and that person is is reflecting on the end of their life in a very positive way they live their life fully regularly they contributed they learned they earned they returned they gave back they were well loved they were well liked and they left lots of things behind that will serve the world those are two different trips right and they're both in your control because today to to create that vision the first thing you need to do is something i had the unfortunate privilege to do is kind of outline your obituary you know, in your obituary, which is written after you're dead, but some people get to write it while they're alive. My dad actually kind of had his written out, uh, and I had an outline for what I wanted to have written, and I had some ideas that were transitioned into my trust that there's things I wanted to do with the money that I had that created better things on earth than were there when I got there. Um, so Covey in The Seven Habits has a very good exercise. He calls it the funeral exercise. So remember, we all think in pictures. So picture yourself walking into a funeral right now. And this person is loved. There's pictures everywhere. There's music. There's sad people. Some are laughing. Some are crying. This person will be missed. It's quite obvious. Um, And you're invited there because it's your friend. And you wait in line. There's a big, long line to get in. It takes you an hour to get in. You finally get up to say goodbye to the casket, an open casket. And you look down and you look inside and you see yourself in the casket because this is your funeral three years from now. And there's five speakers, you're told. And these are five speakers that are going to talk about the life that um, you lived. Your, 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 your spouse, your partner, your, your kids, your best friend, 
someone from work, someone from your your charity that's going to talk about how you lived, how you loved, how you supported, how you mattered. All right. What they say and what ultimately lands on your obituary is the basis of your vision for your success in life to become superhero. All right. Because a hero, by definition, is a protector. Mythology talks about heroes all the time. Joseph Campbell talks about the hero's journey. But the hero is a protector and has the strength for two. And his uh, secret, secret weapon is love. So the superhero self is that protector with strength and, and, and creates love. And love is given to the world in, in various forms. All right. So what would it be like for you, for example, Steve, to have that vision of that person? The one that I'm looking back on? Yeah. What would it be like to think back? What would it be like to know exactly who, who you are going to become so what is said is exactly what you'd like it to be said in that heaven bed, not the hell bed? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I thought about when I was back at my corporate job is like, is this, there was a fear of, like, this is like a safe route, but there was a fear of leaving the job and doing what I love. But then when, when I thought of not taking that chance, that ended up being more of a motivating factor than the fear was holding me back. So when I was thinking about what I would do if I was still there, what would I do if I never took, made the jump or made the, uh, made the move? I didn't want to look back at myself as someone that had the opportunity to do so, knew I wanted to, had all these ambitions to do so, but then I wouldn't even take the action to do it. I was like, where am I going to be if I just stay here for the rest of my life? So that was actually something I thought about then. Yeah. So if I were, if I were coaching you or consulting you and and you wanted to show up on a, on a call or a seminar or a webinar, whatever it is, you're showing up to learn how to do this, I would, first of all, I'd thank, thank someone for showing up, and, and I would tell them what I want to accomplish. I want to ask them 12 questions, and here they are, so that you can crystallize the vision that you have for your life and your business and your give back. Life, business, and give back, really the three things that you'll contemplate at the end and integrate them into an overall strategy. All right. And so that you can ultimately get your message out to the world, transform your personal and professional life, and change your lifestyle and your give back to the optimal area level. So the first question is, if you, if you want to dive in, you di- I dive in pro- first, professionally first, is uh, you know, what's the most important goal that, that you want to accomplish professionally right now? So write that down if you're listening. Write it down or put it in your head because this is the framework. So it's goal, right? Uh, obstacle. What's the biggest obstacle stopping you from accomplishing this? Right? It's, I call it goal, G-O-M. And what would it mean to you if you solve this problem and accomplish this goal? What would it mean to you, your family, your contribution if you did that professionally? So can you think about that in your own life? Like what, what a major obstacle would be? Just give me an example, not to... Hmm. What would be a big obstacle? What's your number one goal professionally? Professionally is a tough one. Let's think. Um, maybe make a coach, my own coaching business. Okay. What's the number one goal stopping you from accomplishing that? Um, I think reaching the right people right now. It's really hard to find because a lot of the kids that I'm mm-hmm. coaching are kids and they don't really have money and they don't really have any access to money. So that's a really big goal, uh, obstacle that I'm trying to right. find right. out. That's, that, that's actually 
very very common. Someone yeah. has a message, they and the obstacle is they haven't they don't have an organized offer that someone can afford, so no one's taking them up on it. What would it mean if you were to be able to figure that one obstacle out and you woke up every day and knew right. that that was the obstacle that stands in the way of you having that first part of your dream professionally? What would it mean to you? It, it would be amazing because that way I could help people more directly because right now I make a lot of content that helps people jump higher and uh, when I hear comments and feedback, it's really great, but I've, I've worked with select people when I get to work with them. That's the, my favorite way to work because I love mm. people, but I also, there's just too much... Uh, individuality when it comes to training that I really, my favorite way to do it is to get people one-on-one, but it's, it's not affordable for me to spend time doing it. And it's, they, they aren't uh, buying what I'm offering right now. Yeah. So that's the framework of the first three of 12 questions is getting that data on a piece of paper, just as it is like it's, everyone knows it if they break it down that simply. And then you take these three times uh, four different areas you go in the, in your personal life. Like what's, what's the most important goal in your personal life? Is it a relationship? Is it a physical transfer transformation? Is it a spiritual transformation? Is it an ability? Like everybody has that right now, right? What that is and what's the biggest obstacle. So goal obstacle, meaning what's the obstacle that stands in the way. The one thing that if it went away would bring you more close to right away to your goal, right? I always think if someone's rating themselves on that goal on a scale of one to 10, they're going to give you a number. Let's say it's a six. There's always one thing that's in the way the most, that if it went away, it would drive them the farthest and the fastest towards the 10. So you got to get crystal clear. That's why I say crystallize that, that framework. And the second is what would it mean in your personal life, if you were to get around that obstacle and get closer to achieving that goal, what would be the impact you had? The third area is on give back. You know, what, what is the most important goal from a contribution standpoint that you want to make to the world to make it a better place, to make your life worthwhile, to give back? You know, my framework is learn, earn, return. That's why I give a lot of things away. I don't charge for a lot of stuff. No, I probably never will. Um, and what's the biggest obstacle to you accomplishing that? Yesterday, I was on a call with a, with someone who had a who has a ministry that he had to retire because cash flow was low, and he ended up becoming a financial advisor. So this guy became a financial advisor, but always had a vision for creating a ministry. So I said, I, in this question, he said, "I want to create a ministry that that teaches kids how to live a better life," um, which was what he was doing. What's the biggest obstacle in doing that, right? This is the third third series I went with him. He said it was, it's, to, it's to remove the obstacle in the professional life so that I make the money so I can do this. So it made removing that obstacle professionally that much more important. And then wrapping, you know, rounding it all out is, you know, family. Like what's the most or financial like, like, like professional and financial don't always line up, but what's the most important financial goal you have? So it could be paying off a house, could be starting a retirement plan, could be sending college kids, it could be a second home, it could be a retirement goal. It's not always a professional goal. So a lot of people have a, a financial goal. So goal is what it is. Obstacle is what's in the way. Meaning is what would it mean if you were to be able to get that home? You were to be able to put enough money aside so you can retire early. You were able to put enough money aside so your son could go to Harvard, all right? 
And then that's the framework um, of this process. So at the end, you're going to have a, a grid with, with four areas, professional, personal, um, contribution, and financial. And you're going to have a goal. You're going to have the obstacle and you're going to have the meaning. You're going to have a framework to become your superhero self. And every single time something presents itself to you, right, a choice, there's always two choices. One is to move towards your goal. One is to move away from it. And there will be the difference. The little hinge swings the big door. That's why the daily domino is so important. The dominoes that you knock over towards your big domino in life are the choices for the good. And that's it. So there's a 12 questions that you can use to visualize the superhero self that you could always be. Hope this was helpful.